0: THIS IS AN INTERACTIVE LIVE CAST, AND WE WELCOME YOUR QUESTIONS. TO ASK A QUESTION DURING THE LIVE CAST, USE THE COMMENT OR CHAT FEATURES. NOW GET READY TO DIVE INTO THIS WEEK'S TOPICS WITH OUR HOSTS ON LOCATION IN COLORADO, U.S.A.
1: HELLO AND WELCOME TO OUR MONDAY NIGHT TRUTH AND LIBERTY LIVE CAST. I'M ANDREW WOMACK. I GOT OUR CHIEF COUNSEL HERE, uh, RICHARD HARRIS. AND I TELL YOU, TONIGHT WE'VE GOT JANET PORTER WITH US. SHE'S BEEN ON MY PROGRAM NUMEROUS TIMES. SHE'S BEEN A GUEST HERE, AND WE'LL GIVE HER A LITTLE BETTER INTRODUCTION LATER. BUT I TELL YOU WHAT, SHE'S STRONGER THAN HORSERADISH. SHE'LL BLESS YOU. MATTER OF FACT, I WAS READING SOME OF THE COMMENTS THAT OTHER PEOPLE SAID ABOUT HER, GOVERNOR HUCKABEE, AND JUST SO MANY PEOPLE. AND I TELL YOU WHAT, JANET uh, HAS MADE AN IMPACT and the best is yet to come. So Amen. we're going to have a great program tonight. But before we get into all of that, we want to give you an opportunity to participate. And Richard is going to share with you a number of things about how you can get involved with Truth and Liberty.
2: Amen. Thank you, Andrew. It's so good to have uh, Janet with us tonight. And uh, thank you to all of you who are watching. I just want to say quickly that if you are uh, trying to watch on YouTube tonight, be sure to jump over to our website at truthandliberty.net. Uh, you know what we've said about YouTube in the past. They don't like us here and they censor us a lot. And so be sure to watch this right on our website, truthandliberty.net. While you're there uh, or later, don't do it while you're there because you want to watch the show. But later, be sure to check out our resources page, our research center on the website. Uh, we've added some new ones, including um, what we talked about last week with Billy Epperhardt and Chad Franson. Wealth Builders Investments Pro Value indexes on there. Uh, and then also on. Um, Uh, We've added some links for our Colorado subscribers about how you can become an election judge. So check those out and many other resources there. Um, We've got some great events coming up here at Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College, including uh, the Healing is Here Conference, which is going to be August 9th through the 12th. Uh, And you can register for that on uh, awmi.net slash events. That is a powerful, powerful conference. And uh, people leave behind canes and wheelchairs and crutches and all kinds of stuff. Many many healings so uh, if you need healing or a loved one be sure to check that uh, that out also the Truth and Liberty Conference is right around the corner now, September 8, 9, and 10. And Janet is gonna be one of our speakers, yep. Andrew, oh, along with a power-packed lineup. Uh, let me tell you who's gonna be there, guys. Eric Metaxas, David Barton, uh, Lance Wallnau, Mario Murillo, who just finished a huge crusade in Colorado Springs, Rob McCoy, Bill Federer, E.W. Jackson, one of my favorites, and Lauren Boebert, among others. Uh, I'll also be speaking and be there with Andrew. It's gonna be an awesome time. So you can register on our website. It's a free event, truthandliberty.net or even on awmi.net. You can register there and it's going to be fantastic. The ministers conference is right after that on October 3rd through the 7th at Caris, And that is for all of you who are ministers of the gospel. Come and get refreshed, recharged, refired. And uh, it's an awesome time of fellowship and just soaking in the word of God. Um, for, you know, every week here on Truth and Liberty, uh, we give away a free product uh, to new subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, we invite you to subscribe to Truth and, Liberty. and you'll start getting our emails every week uh, that help equip you uh, to stand for truth and let your voice be heard in the public square. And uh, this week we're giving away Andrew's book, Christian Philosophy. So subscribe today and you'll be eligible to receive this. But this is an amazing book. You wrote this, what, 10 years ago or something like that?
1: Been a long time. Ago.
2: But this covers all kinds of stuff like LGBTism, evolution, and things like that from a biblical perspective, sort of a little bit ahead of its time. It's an awesome resource for you. Um, if you wanna pose a question to to Janet or Andrew tonight, or, or comment Richard. or to me, uh, just go on our chat function on the website or comment on Facebook, and you can put it there, and we'll do our really our very best to get to that. And then. Uh, Uh, We are doing awesome stuff here, guys. We are retaking the state of Colorado, among other things. We're alerting the body of Christ and giving them information on how to make a difference in our country. And if you wanna be a part of that, if you wanna support that and and actually make it happen, you can become a Truth and Liberty member today by going on our donate page at truthandliberty.net and signing up to make a recurring automatic contribution of $5 or more per month. And when you do, we'll send you a free gift in the mail. Right now, we're giving away our our Constitution and Declaration uh, of Independence book, but it's also got a copy of Andrew's Declaration of Dependence Upon God and the Holy Bible, which is an awesome document. And uh, all those things will be great resources for you today. So thank you to our supporters. Last thing is if you need prayer uh, tonight, please call in at 719-635-1111. And one of Andrew's trained, spirit-filled, Word of God trained uh, prayer ministers will be uh, there to agree with you in prayer for whatever your need might
1: be. God bless you. That's all. Amen. You know we're getting around 85 to 90,000 calls a month now. That is since we've gone 24/7, our call volume has gone way up because a lot of people have their problems happen in the middle of the night. It's not during work hours. So how many people uh, get
2: saved, Andrew, through that phone line? uh,
1: I have no idea, but it's thousands, thousands plus. We've had people raised from the dead over the phone. That's amazing. It wasn't the dead person that called, but somebody else called for the dead person, and we've seen great things happen. (laughs) Anyway, we need to get into it with Janet. If I was to read through her whole biography here, it's three and a half pages. Janet has done more in a short life than most people have done in their entire life. Let me just mention she's appeared on CNN's Anderson Cooper. She's been on the story CNN's with Erin Burnett. NBC, ABC, 2020, CBS, uh, Morning, Fox News, Fox and Friends, Huckabee, The O'Reilly Factor, Greta Van Susteren, Hardball with Chris Matthews, CNN's Inside Politics, and Headline News. She's been profiled in the New York Times, People Magazine, Los Angeles Times, Miami Herald, and on and on and on it goes. And we've got quotes here from uh, General Boykin and Mike Huckabee and just so many people. Uh, Janet has made a huge difference. And I've had her on my program I think either two or three times as well. She's been a regular guest here. We're both uh, advisory members of the National Association of Christian Lawmakers. And uh, Janet is the one that authored the Heartbeat Bill that has now been adopted in many states and was a big factor in actually, I believe, overturning Roe versus Wade. So This lady has made a big difference. And Janet, God. we just love you and thank you so much for everything you're doing. And welcome back to Truth and Liberty. We're glad to have you with us.
3: Thank you so much. It is mutual. I was going to say that the most important program was the Andrew Womack program. That's, that's the one that should be uh, uh, listed on the bio first. I'm so grateful. I you have, didn't even I first... have
1: it on the bio. I can't <laughs> believe well, you didn't add my program uh, on there
3: that's outdated that thing's outdated we gotta update that thing and i'll tell you i have since my first program with you have become an andrew womack groupie from the imagination book to the you've already got it now i'm doing the a better way to pray and i've realized i've been praying wrong i mean i just i gotta tell you something you are are are, are giving some messages that are absolutely life-changing and uh, there's a lot of ministries out there that have a form of godliness but deny its power, you are not one of them. I mean, people race from the dead over your call-in line. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> and it's a privilege to be with you both.
1: Well, it's an honor to have you say that. Uh, we appreciate you. You know, when you were with us before, we sent out postcards. You're going to be talking about doing this again. And what kind of response did you get? Our partners really responded to that.
3: I'll tell you what, uh, it was amazing. We ended up with 1.9 million orange postcards to stop HR, HR 5, the so-called Equality Act, which would have brought with it the criminalization of Christianity, uh, which means we actually used up all the orange cardstock in America. <laughs> we had print, orange print on the postcards. It was actually from, if you laid it on the ground, it'd be from the ground to the top of the Capitol building. With a Washington Monument on top of that, and a White House on top of that, and went even higher, which means every single senator had about five feet or six feet of postcards on their desks. And wow. so, you know what? Uh, it's time to do that again. Only this time, uh, what I what I believe, and you remember last time I was on, I said something pretty outrageous. I told you we we're going to end abortion. Amen, I told man. you Roe is over. It was done. Yep. And it seems, you know, it seemed unbelievable at the time, um, but people are believing it now. And and what I want to tell you is this: if we can end abortion. We can take our country back, and that's, that's what I wanted to tell you today. There's great hope for America, and uh, all is not lost. Far from it. And
1: you weren't just saying that we would end abortion uh, last year or something like that. You've been saying this for a long time. It's been over a decade when you started the heartbeat bill. Tell a little bit about that and how many states now have adopted something like that.
3: Sure. Uh, when we started, they said it was impossible. Um, but what was once impossible is now inevitable. We ended up with uh, 30 states introducing heartbeat bills. 14 enacted them in law. Um, I actually had the privilege of recruiting the sponsor in Texas, uh, Senator Brian Hughes, which had the civil penalty, which went into effect even before Roe came down. And that saved a stadium full of children before, before the 24th of June when Roe went to the ash heap of history where it belongs. But hmm. that's, that's a bill that protects every child whose heartbeat can be heard. Um, And that is law right now today, not only in my home state of Ohio. It took me almost a decade to get it through there because of the rhinos that were blocking it. But it's also law in South Carolina, Tennessee, soon to be law uh, as it goes through the court system in Georgia and Iowa. But, but here's something else. I mean, a lot of people saying hey, there's so much work to do. There is. But we have a running start right now Amen. to the end of abortion because Amen. there are 11 states that are abortion-free. Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri. Richard, where you and I were when Roe came down, we were standing in an abortion-free state mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas, South Dakota, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming, and then soon to be abortion-free. In addition to those 11 states, there's six more that are working their way through the courts. Arizona, North Dakota, Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, Utah, and Idaho. Wow. So you add those all together, you're looking at, at, at 20, 22 states that protect children in some fashion. And if not every child nearly every child again every child whose heartbeat can be heard which is about nine out of ten children so we're looking at almost half the country abortion-free or nearly abortion-free in one fell swoop and what that means is now we have a running start we need to run like someone left the gate open because the court just did we now have the ability to see every child protected and what was once uh, called the ceiling the heartbeat bill when all the establishment said it couldn't be done and it was going too far and it was too much and all we can do is regulate the around the edges of abortion but what was once the ceiling is now the floor no matter where you (laughs) live you can at least PASS A HEARTBEAT BILL. Uh, BUT we, OUR GOAL IS, AS IT ALWAYS HAS BEEN, TO PROTECT EVERY CHILD. AND WE'RE DRAFTING LEGISLATION RIGHT NOW uh, IN OHIO. WE'RE FINE-TUNING WHAT'S uh, what's GOING ON THERE WITH CIVIL PENALTIES FOR OTHER STATES SO THAT WE CAN PROTECT EVERY CHILD FROM THE BEGINNING OF HIS OR HER LIFE AT THE MOMENT OF FERTILIZATION.
1: AND YOU KNOW WHEN THE ROE versus WADE DECISION WAS MADE, EVERYBODY, ALL OF THE CHRISTIAN THINGS THAT I WAS READING, THEY WERE SAYING, PRAISE GOD, BUT, AND THEN THEY WERE TALKING ABOUT THE FIGHT HAS JUST BEGUN, WHICH IS TRUE. IT'S NOT OVER. But I told Richard specifically, I said, let's not minimize the miracle of overturning Roe versus Wade. Because, I mean, just now you were uh, probably more uh, in faith concerning this than I was, but just when Trump came into office, I don't think anybody thought that Roe versus Wade would be overturned in a short period of time but when he started appointing these judges and then the supreme court judges we could eventually see the handwriting on the wall but this is a great victory that oh. we need to celebrate and not just talk it about is. what's you left know, there
3: were, I had a, I already had my first uh, victory party uh, where it says I have a big banner, it says Roe is dead, babies are alive, and and uh, people signed it and and there were those who said, you know, I think we need to fast. And I'm thinking, listen, lady, we've been fasting for decades. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna feast. Amen. Hey,
1: that's, right. you know? that's right. That's right.
3: That's one thing.
1: It, you know, the just, left, they celebrate all of these little tiny victories and stuff, whereas yeah. The Christians are always seeing the next giant that's to mm. come and not yeah. celebrating the victories we have. And there's a balance. You need both. Absolutely.
3: And you, and you know what? Once you've seen Goliath fall, there mm. is no one who can tell you it can't be done. Amen. And that's really the point now is is that what I'm telling people is something that may sound just as ridiculous as when I was telling people we're going to end abortion and that Roe is coming down. I'm going to tell you something else that I believe, that, that if we can end abortion, we can take our country back. And there's a lot of people who say, oh, you know what? It's just things are so bad. And, and, and you know, we, we, everything from the inflation to the gas prices, the borders to the all of that. We could go through the list. But you want to know something? We, we, we've got to get our country back. And, and, and Martin Luther, I think, said it best, that if we're not fighting where the battle is the hottest, then we are a traitor to the cause. And where is the battle the hottest to get our country back, in my opinion, uh, in addition to, to life, in addition to marriage? It's got to be our elections because without free and fair elections, as Dinesh D'Souza said, we're not a democracy. We're a criminal cartel masquerading yeah. as a democracy. We've hmm. got to get it back. And, you know, there's a lot of people, and, and, and this is the way I put it when I, I, I was running. I'd ask you, I'd say, uh, you know, you've, you've got a, uh, what kind of car, Richard? Let me ask you, what, what color is your car? Uh, black. You got a black car. So let me just say something. If, 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 if someone stole your car, you got a brand new car, what kind of car is it?
2: It's a Ford Flex.
3: It's a Ford. Okay, someone stole your your black Ford car two years ago, let's say, and uh, and you've been taking the bus. It's not really fun, but but you, you need your car back. But 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 if if the police or the detective comes up to you and says, "We've got some great news. We found who stole your car. We've got witnesses. We've got video surveillance. We've even got uh, we've even got geo tracking of where they're taking it." Uh, but you know what? They've just had it so long. We're just going to let them keep it. You know, they're used to driving it. It's their main mode of transportation. We're just going to let them keep your car, but keep making car payments. You know, would you, would you go along with that? I mean, I, I, I think that most people would say, look, and it was you that taught me there's no, there's no statute of limitations on crime. If you wouldn't do it with a car why would we do it with our country Mm. if the elections were truly stolen in in the 2020 elections then just because they've had it so long doesn't mean you get to keep it and the good news is we're starting to see a whole bunch of people now coming out and saying hey you know what if there's a if there's fraud the speaker of the of the wisconsin house his name is robert voss we've got postcards that are going to him he said hey if if fraud is proven then we need to have a do-over uh, we now have legislators in the state of Wisconsin that are all coming out and saying, hey, you know what, this election needs to be decertified. And, uh, and that's really, that's really what, what we need to be doing right now. And so it seems, it seems ridiculous, it seems impossible. But I think there's some things that people don't really understand. One of them is the fact that they are scheduled to destroy the, the, 2000, the 2020 elections uh, by September 4th. That is right now, 39 days from now. 23 hours, 42 minutes, they're going to destroy the evidence of whether or not there was voter fraud. Because before we move forward in the midterm elections, we've got to see what happened the last time. And so you remember, Andrew, we were on the program last time talking about let's send postcards, and it looked like it was impossible to stop this so-called Equality Act. It had a low number, H.R. 5, a very high probability that was going to pass. Well, guess what? 1.9 million postcards made a difference. And I believe they can make a difference again. And wh- who will they go to? We're sending postcards to the people that have the authority, the responsibility, the constitutional uh, 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 means to, to carry out what, what they were sworn to uphold, that constitution. They said, look, um, uh, the Republican House members in the five swing states, here they are, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and the state of Pennsylvania. And we're sending them a postcard that looks like this. It's got the cartoon of the mom standing at the bus stop saying, we found who stole your car, but you know, they've had it so long, you know, we're just gonna let them keep it. And the point is, if you wouldn't do it with a car, why would you do it with the country? And then on the back, what we've got is another message that we need to sequester those ballots. In other words, don't run them through the shredder, don't destroy the evidence, we need to keep them. We need to make sure that that, that we have them to investigate and to decertify every fraudulent vote that is cast. And so what's what's the best thing is, is that you can do it so easily. In less than a minute, you can click a button. That's what I did. I clicked a button and sent 374 postcards all at once. And it, it's printed. This is not an email list. This is not something they can delete very quickly. It's a tangible postcard that's printed, that's personalized to them, each of these Republican reps, in the house in these five swing states from you it'll have your name your city and your state so that people will know you're a real person without giving out your address so that you're not on anybody's mailing list and so that's the message we're telling them that we we urge you to fulfill your moral your constitutional your legal duty to sequester the ballots investigate and decertify the fraudulent votes uh uh cast in your state without delay do not become complicit in the felony of voter fraud. And that's, I believe, a message that can help give courage to the cowardly, to give support to our friends, and uh, to give to give uh, pressure to those that would oppose us. But right now, we're seeing cracks in the wall. Uh, Chuck Wichters, I think is how he says his name, he's the third Wisconsin lawmaker to sign the decertify Wisconsin election results. We've got somebody else that just signed who happens to be the chairman of the committee uh, that oversees this. Uh, here it is, Wisconsin State Representative Janelle Branchin. I'm not sure how to say her name exactly, but she is, uh, is, is, is the, the chairman of the Committee on Campaign and Elections, and she is requesting a decertification of the November 2020 presidential elections from Wisconsin. And that is huge news. I'm just telling you something. It's not over. And, and, and I'll just say this, one, one more thing, I'll let you guys get a word in edgewise, <laughs> and, that is, and that is this, that, that I saw, I was part of the recount team 22 years ago, and I was there at Broward County, and I, I got, like many others, got on my face and asked for God to, to change the outcome of a presidential election. You remember, it was declared for Al Gore. And, and we, we cried out to God. We were there on the streets, kneeling in the streets, because we didn't care what people thought. We're in a place of desperation because of those Supreme Court nominees that we needed on the court to overturn Roe, as we just saw. And we cried out to God, and I said, God, take the state of, of Florida, the country of America, from Al Gore, give it to George W. Bush because of the court. And he heard our prayer and the outcome of the the 2000 election was reversed. And I'm just saying, if God did it once, he can do it again. And that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're we're working for. And you can do it all very easily at decertifyfraud.com.
1: So you mentioned that you've got these elected officials that are now uh, signing on to decertify the election. What's made the difference? Do you think that the 2000 mules video uh, has influenced people or what's the difference?
3: I think it it played a very big part in this. I saw it. It was fantastic. There's Mm -hmm. evidence coming out of our ears. In fact, if you read the, 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 here it is, it's a, uh, this is the uh, press release from the chairman of the the committee in Wisconsin, the chairman of the Assembly Committee on Campaigns and Elections, and she said, "Um, we've been told for months now that decertification is impossible, meaning there's no downside to cheating in Wisconsin elections. How many more times do we need to endure this election injustice? And she, so she's saying that she's joining uh, uh, to, to prevent a tyrannical agency from from uh, the voting guidance that have been have, have all been fraudulent. She talks about the election uh, committee that would subvert our election process with private money. Like we saw from Zuckerberg was it over 400 million dollars that went in to, to change the outcome of the elections the drop boxes the illegal use of the indefinitely conf, uh, confined provision and elimination of specially voting deputies these are the kinds of you remember they put the pizza boxes up on the windows they kept the, mm-hmm. the Republicans from being able to oversee their which they're legally uh, required to do all of the, the there's so many violations it's off the charts. And so uh, just because time has gone by doesn't mean you get to keep the stolen car or the stolen country. And that's really the message that we're sending. And I believe that when they get stacks of cards, just like we did with the Orange Postcard campaign, they get stacks of these on their desk, it's gonna give them more courage. It's gonna give them more, uh, uh, I think, uh, confidence to, to stand firm. And if three of these five states that we're sending them to decide to decertify, We get it, as the Speaker of the Wisconsin House says, we get a do-over, and we get to uh, we get a a chance at getting our country back, and that's really that's worth fighting for, um, because again,
1: that raises lots of questions. We'll deal with that in just a second. But you've mentioned the 1.9 million cards that were sent to Congress over the Equality Act. Do you have any uh, testimonials or any evidence that it actually influenced people? This volume of cards that came.
3: Well, well, I can tell you, I was sitting around a table. Uh, with Lou Engel, with Larry Tomczak, a whole bunch of uh, uh, Rick Joyner there in Morningstar. were sitting around the table and they said, listen, this is the most dangerous bill to come down the pike. And, and they, they said, we've got a Democrat House, a Democrat Senate, a Democrat residing in the White House. There's no way to stop this thing. And so we just sat around the table. like, I'm not giving up. We can't. We can't not fight this. We've got to do something. And that's where he said, look, you remember uh, when we were on the program before, we talked about how we sent uh, during the heartbeat bill, the federal heartbeat bill, we sent 500,000 faxes and they blocked us. We're breaking fax machines in Congress. We sent over 920,000 emails and they said, you're not allowed to send emails anymore because the members of Congress can't do their jobs. We've shut them out. And so at least we found out, well, we've been blocked by faxes, blocked by emails we can at least still use the postal service. And that's when we decided to do the postcard campaign. And I know this, um, I talked with members in the Senate, they said that they were getting flooded with these things. And it gave a lot of of courage to those who were on our team that know that they're not alone. Um, And it gave, I think a lot of, of fear and trepidation to those who are trying to push this bill through to say no, 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 America is not ready for this because you just don't get 1.9 million of anything sent to Congress without it uh, without it really uh, putting an alarm message in the hearts of anybody who's especially up for reelection. So it was it was it was something that was supposed to pass that didn't pass, and that's as good as as a, uh, uh, a testimony as I have on on the postcards, and I think that it's time to do it again.
1: And so let me ask you this. If, uh, say, one of those states decertifies the election and the others don't, does that mean that it doesn't lower the electoral college votes enough to make it a do over or, or what what's what's got to happen to make this thing make let, a difference?
3: Let, let me tell you this. If no if no states do anything, if we send a million postcards and nobody acts, you know what it does at a minimum. It, it says we're not just some hermit out in the woods that wants a do-over. That because of some conspiracy theory. No, it says a million cards have been sent to these states, and and that gives credibility because you know there's another case coming before the Supreme Court from Mike Lindell. It's called the Pillow Case, right? Hmm. And, and just just like with the heartbeat bill. You know, I believe that the heartbeat bill, even though it was the Dobbs decision from Mississippi that, that took Roe down, the heartbeat bill, the way it was my husband described it to me, he says, well, it's the heartbeat bill took it to the 10-yard line. We, we protected nine out yeah, of 10 babies, right. and it was the Dobbs decision that pushed it over. Hmm. But do not think for a minute. That 30 states introducing heartbeat bills, 14 states making them law, did not affect the justices of the Supreme Court. We knew, uh, as we talked earlier, is that we knew Roe was coming down because they didn't have the votes to overturn the Texas heartbeat law that protected 9 out of 10 Texas babies, 20,000 to date. Um, And so so that message is sent. And what we can do is 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 there's so many people throwing up their hands like the candidate that you just talked about. Well, it's not a winning issue. Oh, there's nothing we could do. Oh, we know there's widespread voter fraud, but it's just been too much time no no you don't get to keep a stolen country just because some time has gone by no we need to we need to secure these elections before the midterms happen and our opportunity is now if you want something to do i'm just going to tell you something action has never been easier that you go to decertifyfraud.com, you click a button you can send it to one state you can send it to five states uh by the way all of the, the, the expenses aren't even in this. This is not a money-making effort. This it Actually, we lose some money. Some, some people may donate to help us to cover the costs. but you couldn't even do this on your own to cover the postage with what we're charging. $25 to send it to uh, uh, to the state of Wisconsin, to the, to the uh, 61 reps there. If you add Arizona to it, that's 92 postcards. But if you send it to the 374 in less than a minute, you're hitting the 5 they're hitting the decision makers of the five swing states plus the supreme court where this will ultimately go and that's a message that i believe is going to have an impact no matter what happens just so we can tell people america wants our election integrity and we're willing to do something about it
1: okay so i know that this is uncharted territory and we don't know exactly what's going to happen but let's say that three out of five states decertify it uh, it's a do-over, but how do how do they do that? Can they do this before the midterm elections? Uh, what what's going to happen? Do you have you thought through where it'll go?
3: Well, you know, and Richards Richards, the attorney on the panel, he knows more than I do. But I, I just remember this that that in in 2000. Um, I remember when we were standing outside the courthouse and standing outside where, they, where the certification took place, um, I, I being a part of the recount, counting the Chads. We, we had paper ballots, which is what we need again, right? Um, but we didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, I will tell you one inside story that, that most people don't know is a friend of mine. Uh, she, was, she was tasked with delivering the ballots, the military ballots, the cases about the military ballots that Matt Staver put together. And she told me what happened. She said, what I did is I prayed over those ballots all night long and I anointed them with oil. And I went before the Florida Supreme Court and I delivered the military ballot cases that Matt Staver and Liberty Counsel prepared. And that was the only case that the Florida Supreme Court overturned that went to the US Supreme Court that overturned, that gave us a different outcome that overturned the result of a presidential election. It happened once, it can happen again. How it happens? it's it's anybody's guess richard i'll let you uh, let you answer that because i do think it will ultimately end up at the supreme court um and i think that, that that's something that's which is why we've added the nine members of the supreme court to receive these cards
2: yeah well you know it's a it's uncharted territory like you said andrew there's nothing in the constitution that talks about decertifying election an election nor there isn't any historical precedent at a national level or presidential election for doing that there could be some uh, precedent at lower level elections that maybe, and I haven't studied it, that maybe lawyers uh, are aware of. But basically, what would probably have to happen is if those three, if three of those states said we're uh, we're decertifying our election returns, then that the Congress would have to vote on whether to decertify uh the uh, electoral college vote and that would if they did then that would mean that joe biden is no longer president and um i don't know if it means trump would be president because just because they decertify their votes doesn't mean trump gets 270. so there might be some additional action uh but it could also if depending on what congress does does would have to go to the supreme court for them to say this is what happens under the constitution so It would be pretty uh, interesting, exciting stuff. And it does have, I think, some potential of working. But again, it's uncharted territory. And I think at a minimum, at a minimum, what it would do is it would send a shockwave through the country and would uh, give credence to the truth that this election was stolen.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that whether or not it ever changes the outcome of the election or not, it would send a shot across the bow. I think it would put a real fear in the people who've been stealing our elections and stuff, and they realize that they just can't get by with it. So, regardless of what the outcome is, you just do the right thing and leave the results to God. But we can't sit there and, like this one candidate I was talking to, they said that they believe that the election was fraudulent, but they aren't going to make an issue out of it because it's a losing issue. And man, if we do that and just allow the election uh, you know, fraud to go on, that's not good. So no. I believe that it's really good to challenge this. And Janet, you're saying that September the 4th is when they're going to destroy all of the physical evidence. And if they do that, will that take away our ability to decertify the elections?
3: Well, it sure, it sure makes it a lot harder when you've got the evidence that's been destroyed. We have other evidence. We have geo tracking. We have other things that you know the the, the ballot drops that are you know the, the all of the geo tracking for all the illegal drops, and multiple drops in the, on the, uh, the off-site ballots. But but we need we need to keep those ballots. We need to make sure we we sequester them and keep that evidence. By the way, the speaker, here's the article, the speaker of uh, the Wisconsin House says an election do over is necessary if voter fraud is proven. And that's. You know, when you've got the people who have the ability to make the decision making statements like this, issuing that we need to decertify. And I'm just going to tell you, this isn't just Janet's uh, Pollyanna view of we can get our country back. In the same way, uh, I was the one that was, you know, many, t- many people discounted me saying, you know, that Roe overturned, we're going to end abortion. That's nice, Janet. That's really good. To- That's nice you think that. Um, I got a text from uh, uh, a former congressman uh, this week. And says he's sitting with members of Congress right now, and he says, hey, wait, by the, by the way, Janet, there is, is a widespread support for a federal heartbeat bill congratulating us for, for, for treading Praise the ground God. back when Amen. when everyone said it was impossible. When the Republicans take the majority, and I believe that's why we need to come out in droves, because the more people that vote, it's harder it is for them to cheat. So we need to come out and bring everyone we know so that we do see a red tsunami, a red tidal wave in these midterm elections. And, uh, and yeah, and guess what? All the people that are complaining, you know, what about New York? What about, you know, California and all these states that want to, you know, make sure that we kill children even after birth? Well, guess what? If we have a federal heartbeat bill then we can protect every child whose heartbeat can be heard across the country and that's that's really where we want to go with this and that's that's just again the ground floor it's not the ceiling anymore but it's the base minimum of what we need to do
2: well i think you know uh, if i could jump in for a second and add to what i said earlier the the states that decertify what they would need to do is turn around and most likely unless they could then Unless they, based on what they have if they could certify Trump as the winner, but they probably can't, they'd have to have a new election for president and then uh, and then if Trump won those, then he you know Congress could really act on that. so but um, all things are possible, right?
1: And Janet, let me ask you this in Virginia, you probably know more about this than I do, but I've heard that uh, like during the 2020 elections there was like five percent of the people that were overseeing the elections were Republicans but in 20, 21, when Youngkin uh, won and and Winsome Sears and stuff, they said it was like 95 percent. And that was one way that they trued the vote was by just getting election officials that were Mm -hmm. conservative in there and stuff. And so we need to be attacking that, too, because uh, we need
3: that. That's why I'm so glad you guys are are, are training people to be election judges, to get involved in the process, because that's really what it's going to take. Uh, is, is for us to get involved, to oversee it. Because, you know, as, as Ronald Reagan said it best, he said, listen, if, we're, if we don't stand up, if we don't fight in this hour right now where our country is on the brink of being forever lost, um, then we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna wish we had. We're gonna forever uh, uh, not only uh, regret the day, but we may be telling our children and grandchildren one day what it was like to live in America where men were free. I don't yeah. want to be in that place. I want to keep America free and that's worth that's worth the $25 or whatever amount it is to get these postcards sent so that we can give that courage to the cowardly and support to our friends and pressure to those who are like you said, that candidate said, well, there's nothing we can do. It's a losing issue. No, it's not. America is, is important. Elections are vital. It is the cornerstone, the foundation on which our republic rests. And without that, in fact, that's we put it in the postcard. In fact, we, we said it very clearly. It says uh, 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 voter integrity is the foundation of our republic as long as there are as long as questions remain about the 2020 election those ballots must not be destroyed that's the message we're sending to the five swing states and again if three of them make that flip we get our country back and at a minimum we tell the world that america wants voter integrity enough to uh, to send something tangible, they don't have to know how easy it was. They don't have to know that we're doing all the work and printing it up and personalizing it. All you need to know is that you're doing it. You're sending postcards for less than the price of postage, as if you did it yourself. So it's a great it's a great way to uh, to let your voice be heard. It's decertifyfraud.com. I believe you can get it get to it from your website as well.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. There it is. So we've got it up there. We'll have it on our website. And Janet, you're working on as if that wasn't a huge project in and of itself. You've got another amazing project you're working on, and I think it's called, what, the uh, America's Contract?
3: The America First Contract. Um, and you know what it started, is, 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 and I want to thank you for your endorsement again, Andrew. Uh, I did run for Congress. I didn't make it. Um, well, but, I hope it wasn't uh, the
1: kiss of death to get my endorsement. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it. That wasn't why uh, I lost. I can guarantee you that. Right. Um, but I'll tell you this. That, 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 that I was wondering, I woke up one morning, and I know you get a lot of downloads in the morning, so I pay close attention to what I hear when I first wake up. And I was, I was thinking, I don't wanna spend another decade of my life beating up against a brick wall because rhinos wanna keep the status quo. I, I don't want that. How do we break it? And so what are the lessons we've learned? Well, in the heartbeat bill effort, we learned that in the state of, of South Carolina, they have what's called a family caucus. They've got a motto in their House of Representatives that says, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." Amen. I think that's a great motto. Kind of- so they 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 they, they voted spiritual. as a block. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They told they told the, the the leadership that if you want your precious budget or any of these other bills that you want so badly, then you give us the heartbeat bill. And you know what? They got it. And in, in in the state of, of Arkansas, our mutual friend, Jason Rapert, who is the chairman of the National Association of Christian Lawmakers, he and a group of senators went over to the House Committee that was blocking the Heartbeat Bill and said, if you guys ever want one of your bills to pass in our chamber over in the Senate, then you give us a vote on Heartbeat. And they got it. And that I thought, fair. you know, if, if we had had a group of legislators with the courage to vote as a block in Ohio, it wouldn't have cost me a decade of my life. And so... If we, we, we realize, you, you know what happens, and this is why people are so despondent, they don't want to vote because they know that when the Republicans get in charge, all the things they promise, they say to us, we're going to defund Planned Parenthood, we're going to repeal Obamacare, we're going to do all these things, and they never do. Mm-hmm. They had, and I can tell you offhand, that we had 174 co-sponsors on the federal heartbeat bill. We had the additional 44 votes necessary, thanks to the help of Tom DeLay and others who joined with us to get this bill through, and the leadership wouldn't do it, all right? If the leadership blocks you, you can't get through. Now, you're talking about
1: Republican leadership, wouldn't
3: Republican leadership, absolutely. We had a Republican House, Republican Senate, Republican White House, and we had pro-life judges being ushered on the Supreme Court, and the Republican leadership in the House. I met directly with Paul Ryan. And I, I, I said, listen, we have the votes. If you'll just bring this to the floor, we can, we can protect every baby whose heartbeat can be detected. And he wouldn't do it. Right. And uh, Kevin McCarthy stood right next to him, wouldn't do it. And so what we need to do is, is, is put together what we want. And I, I know from experience when I ran for Congress, everybody said the same slogans. Oh, yeah, America first. Oh, we're going to we're going to cl- open the pipeline, close the borders. They all said the same slogans. So if you're a voter, you're like, I don't know which one's where. I don't know which who stands for what. But but what if we actually instead of slogans had substance, where we put down what we really want. And 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 let's just give you a couple of a couple items. First thing on the on the list is is to pass the Federal Heartbeat Bill, which again is the floor, not the ceiling, but the beginning place. And what if we, I don't know, abolish the Department of Education? There's hey, a good man. one. The federal <laughs> government ought to not be involved in that, right? Well, we've added to that the Anti-Indoctrination Act, and what it says in, in, in this thing is that if you have, we're going we've got the power of the person, Congress. So if you if you use any of our money to indoctrinate children uh, in racism, critical race theory, or call it by any other name, you're not going to get funds. Or if you tre- you teach them socialism with the 1619 Project or any other name, you know what, or if you groom children, or if you violate the state obscenity law, guess what? You're not gonna get any federal funds for education, and that's the way we pull the plug on the indoctrination that's happening in all the schools. And if all of these these freshmen coming in, the wave, the red wave of freshmen, instead of just coming in and saying all the slogans, what if we got them to sign? All right, here's the vision. And I just got a, a text from, from some folks that are working on a meeting with the president, not the resident, but President Trump. <laughs> and when we meet with him, what we want to do is, is present him with this idea and say, listen, our founders, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honors for these principles. And We want the kind of candidates that are going to be willing to sign that they're not willing to give them up for a committee assignment or for chairmanship or for, for some campaign uh, payoffs. This is not what this is about. These are the people that really mean it. And we've got to get them to sign before they get into Congress and they get their hooks dragged and they get dragged into the swamp by the leadership who make them pledge allegiance to whatever leader it may be. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, for example, would say, you, you pledge allegiance to me and I'll give you campaign money or I'll give you a, a committee that you like. Um, guess what? We want to make sure that these values, these principles are not for sale. And when the president is giving out his endorsement, which is worth gold, I mean, I can tell you because he endorsed my opponent. That's, I think, the real kiss of death. But you know what? Um, whether that was a good good choice or a bad choice, we can at least get something out of the endorsements that are made. Hey, listen, if you've got my endorsement, I need you to sign on the dotted line that you're gonna do these things. For example, we set up a voter integrity uh, 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 thing that says no federal funds for fraud act. That says, you know what? We're not gonna give you federal funds uh, if you have a voting if you have voting months instead of a voting day or a voting week. You know what? We're not gonna give you federal funds if you don't even have a basic voter ID. If you don't have a photo ID to vote, then you don't get any funds that are that are earmarked for for vote to, to fight voter fraud. We're not gonna give you money and if you if you don't have watermark paper ballots that are sequential that are gonna to, going to guard against us. If you have mail-in invitations to voter fraud, we're gonna yank your funds for that as well. We're gonna set up a committee to investigate voter fraud. Fraud. like they're doing this j6 show trial guess what mm. we can do the same thing we can show the truth that instead of pockets of these small pockets that you see uh, in, in, in 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 small groups and Patriot meetings we're gonna let the country see just what happened and we want to bring justice to re- to give the recommendations the congressional recommendations to the new Department of Justice as you've said uh, before the program that what pre- President Trump's gonna do is uh, is make sure we clean house so that we don't see those patriots, those those political opponents of the current administration, being not having a knock on their door and arrests at five in the morning, dragged away in front of their children, or a a a, a, a a a conviction over somebody who was who had executive privilege not to testify, as we saw with Steve Bannon, it is criminal what is happening here. It's it's, it's reminiscent of of a, of a Russian regime that is yeah. that is going after political opponents, That's right. and it's got to stop. And that's one of the things you know, we've got in this contract. We're hoping that uh, that we can get a, a group of people willing to vote as a block so that we can get our country back.
1: You know, I'm a Trump supporter, but I do believe that Trump made a mistake when he came into office because he just assumed that people weren't as bad as they were. I even heard him say that he was used to dealing with the mafia, but never with people <laughs> like we're, what were in yeah, Congress. Pelosi. And he, he has said, uh, I heard this from Todd Starnes today, he put out that if Trump is... Uh reelected. He's not declared yet, but if he comes back, he's already got uh, people working on defunding and getting rid of the D E A and uh, or it, no not the D E A, but uh, anyway, the education. Oh. What G- am I thinking? DOE. Department Any, of Department well, education. anyway, he right, was going right, right. to deal with that. He was going to deal with the FBI and the Department of Justice, and he's going to come in and clean house. And I think that that was a mistake that he made. He just didn't realize people were as deep state as what they mm-hmm. were. But... Uh, sure. It, it is you know a problem, and said. that contract would make a difference.
2: Yeah, that's great. So how can yeah, people – uh, we're going to put that on our website, by the way, that contract that you're talking about there, so people can link to it. But is there anything else they can do other than getting a copy of it to support what you're doing?
3: Yeah, we're going to actually have a ab- ability for people to sign it so that we'll have support behind the candidates who are running, behind the incumbents who are willing to sign, the courageous uh, uh, congressmen who are willing to sign. Um, by the way, speaking of courage, one of the other things that the president just said at his turning point speech is something very similar to what we have in this contract. It says that we're not going to have federal funds uh, for those. It's, it's the uh, Personal Autonomy Act, that if your state requires a vaccination to work, uh, to travel, to to be educated, uh, or to uh, to buy goods and services, then we're not going to give you any federal funds either. Or we're going to have a conscience clause for the military. What the president mm. said, and I love this. President Trump said, if you were if you were discharged from the military because you weren't willing to be injected with an experimental vaccine, then you're going to be reissued with an apology and back pay. I stood up and cheered. This is is why we need to to get our elections back, to get our country back. And I believe it's going to happen as the American people who are fed up with this. I'll tell you what, if you want a reminder of why we need to do this, just go and get a tank of gas, Uh, go buy some groceries Mm -hmm. and see what's at stake here. It's the future of America. And again, without free and fair elections, we don't have a republic. We don't have a country left.
1: You know, my wife, Jamie, was just telling me a few minutes before I came on the air here that she read that I think there's 60,000 military people that are being discharged because they wouldn't take the vaccine and something like 40-something thousand National Guard troops. That's over 100,000 people losing their careers over an experimental vaccine. It would be wonderful to have a contract that would eliminate
2: that. Wow, what does that do to our readiness?
1: Well, what it does is get rid of all of the conservatives and leave the woke people in there.
3: That's right. That's right. And 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 by the way, they lose all the retirements, everything. They just yeah. because they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't allow the government to inject them with this thing. By the way, the people who have gotten the vaccinations Whole lot of them are, are dropping dead uh, with uh, heart problems and and uh, and and all kinds of things that are, are side effects that even now they're coming out with saying you know what maybe these aren't uh, they, they aren't the uh, the the the, uh, 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 the answer to uh, to what this this pandemic that's t- taken place and I, I just I just think we've got to stand against this and by the way uh, one of the other things we've got in this contract is the Constitutional Rights Restoration Act. What we see happening right now, there are, there are rapists and murderers, that, those that burned down buildings and those that committed crimes, violent crimes, while Kamala Harris has been, you know, spent sent money to bail them out of jail. Guess what? Um, we need to, to make sure that the American citizens don't lose their constitutional rights like all those who, who uh, may have violated a trespass law. Uh, or, or just exercise their First Amendment rights on January 6th, they're rotting in jail right now. Uh, more than, uh, than, 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 a, than a few have committed suicide. We've, we've got to give them their rights back, all of their constitutional rights. That's the, the right to a trial by the, their peers, a, a speedy trial. This, the, this, is something, this is something that has to happen, and, uh, and I believe it needs to be implemented retroactively. Those rights that were yeah. taken from Americans within the Patriot Act, that's got to be reversed, and that's in the contract so that we can protect our American citizens' rights. It's got to happen. By the way, in the contract also, we've got um, that we uh, we end the support for internet censorship, um, and we remove the special privileges that are being experienced by those that are banning us, shadow banning us, blocking us. Um, AND ALSO INVESTIGATING THE ZUCKERBERG MONEY, THE OVER 400 MILLION THAT WENT IN TO INFLUENCE THE ELECTIONS. WE'VE GOT TO, we've got to BRING JUSTICE uh, WHERE JUSTICE IS DUE. AND, and that's, THAT'S ONE OF THE THINGS THAT I, I HOPE TO SEE HAPPEN, uh, NOT ONLY IN THESE MIDTERMS, BUT uh, AS WE LOOK TO SEE THIS LAST ELECTION DECERTIFIED, AS THE AMERICAN PEOPLE SPEAK OUT, uh, I believe it's going to be a, a tsunami that we saw it with the heartbeat bill. I remember when the first one passed in 2013. I felt like finally we've got we've got a bill. We've got a state that did it, and I I remember testifying in Kansas trying to get a Kansas bill there. They said, well. Only one state passed the heartbeat bill. We're not sure we want to do it. And a text comes in that the second state, there it was, uh, North North Dakota, passed the second heartbeat bill, and it, it became inevitable. The momentum is now unstoppable, and that's what we need to see happen in uh, the decertification of the fraud that's taken place. We know it's taking place. Now we need to sequester the ballots, investigate, and decertify in every one of these states. And again, in less than a minute, you can, you can reach all the decision makers in the five states that count, in addition to the Supreme Court, 374 cards for less than the price of postage. It's a great, great way to have your voice be heard.
2: Janet, you are you are an effective advocate. I'll tell you, it's awesome
3: today. It's hard to get a word in anyways, much
1: less a question. <laughs> I'll, in I'll from sign
2: our... just to get you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. You're I'm awesome.
1: Just kidding. Shut up. I get it.
2: <laughs> You're no, awesome. No, no. I did want to ask one question here because we're running short on time in front of the uh, Congress right now. There's a bill that it will repeal the Defense of Marriage Act. Uh, this is super, super important. The House passed it with 47 Republicans jumping ship over to the other side and voting in favor of it. And there are several Republicans in the Senate who are on board. It's, it's a gnats hair away from passing both the House and Senate, and there's no question Biden will sign it. We're going to be sending out an action alert from Truth and Liberty as soon as possible on this. But I wanted to ask you, can you tell folks real quick, real quickly what's going on here and how important is it that people stand up against this?
3: Yeah, You know, one of the things we saw come out of the Dobbs decision is a, uh, a an opinion by Clarence Thomas, one of the heroic justices on the Supreme Court that's been targeted and attacked. And what he said, it was erroneous that, that this was, um, I'm trying to think of the actual wording you use, demonstrably erroneous i think is what it was that he is actually re- suggesting that a burger be reevaluated and i, I think Amen. that needs that's to the happen. gay marriage, marriage case.
2: Yeah. that's yeah.
3: right that's right we need to we need to make sure that's overturned but 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 we've got to defend marriage that defensive marriage act is so critical and i'll tell you why it's critical it's critical to god um i, I remember uh, we put out a, a documentary film uh, a few years back called light winds how to overcome the criminalization of christianity and one of the things I learned in that, I, I didn't realize. I had a, a a radio guest that told me this. It was Joe Nicolosi, I believe it was, that said that 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 there was only one other time in history where 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 men were given in marriage to men and women were given in marriage to women, and he says, do you know when it was? And I said, well, could have been you know Rome, Gr- Greece, Babylon. He says, no, no. He said, according to the Babylonian Talmud, the Jewish writings, you know, thousands of years before before Christ, the Jewish writings said the only time where homosexual marriage was practiced was during the days of Noah. And if you look in Matthew, you know the verse that as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be when the Son of Man returns. We are now living in the days of Noah, and I want to I get our country back. Do I believe this is the time when it's the end of the world and, and gloom and doom? I do not. I don't believe that we're going to get the judgment of God at the time the very time that we bring the we break the curse over America and we bring the killing to an end in nearly half the country at once. But I do believe that we've got an obligation that we need to take back uh, and advance the kingdom of God beginning with life and 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 secondarily with marriage those are the two most fundamental things that the two most important things i believe biblically speaking that we need to do it and to secure those of course not only do we make those calls to uh, to congress do we hold those republicans accountable and unseat them in the midterm elections but we need to make sure those elections are legitimate and that they actually count which is why again we're going back to decertifyfraud.com
1: Well, I believe we're at a tipping point in this nation. I do believe that the Third Great Awakening has already begun. So I believe it's going to tip in favor of God. And I think the Roe versus Wade overturning uh, that decision is part of evidence of that. But uh, anyway, I would like you, before we run out of time here, to tell about your website. you got Faith to Action. you got a number of things. How do people become associated with you and find out all the things you're doing?
3: Sure. Um, you can go to faith the number two action.org uh, F2a.org is the shortcut you can get the model bills uh, if your state is um, let's just say for example you don't have anything in your state well you can at least get a heartbeat bill introduced at the minimum it educates everybody in your state that that if that that, that, babe, that unborn baby has a beating heart that abortion stops a beating heart and then when you get it passed, It'll mean that a beating heart will stop abortion. You can pick up the handbook uh, when you go there. It's, it's a heartbeat away. It is how to uh, to pass this legislation in your state, again, at a minimum. Uh, this is now the, 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 the ground floor, um, but we wanna go back and protect every child who's, who from the moment of conception that we've got the model bills of both kinds with civil penalties attached at f2a.org and of course you can help send these postcards at decertifyfraud.com, decertifyfraud.com. Give courage to the cowardly, give support to our friends so that there'll be more. Uh, We've already got three Wisconsin legislators standing up to say we need to just decertify this. Uh, I believe we're gonna see more, not only in Wisconsin, but Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia. And again, three of those states say that we're gonna decertify. We may just see a do-over, an unprecedented Uh, intervention of, uh, of, 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 of really justice coming into this country, but again, this happened 22 years ago. God gave us the answer to our prayer. He overturned the outcome of a presidential election, and I'm telling you from experience, He can do it again. Once you've seen Goliath fall, there's nobody that can tell you the next giant can't topple as well.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, that book, A Heartbeat Away, is only one of, what, six books that you've written? So you've got other materials.
3: Yes sir I, uh, I got a long way to go to catch up to you but uh, but it is it is a useful tool not only to, uh, to to pass legislation like this in your country but to see, the impossible bow to the name of Jesus. Because as you said on the onset, I think it was Richard or Andrew, whichever one said that we believe with God, all things are possible. That is the motto of my home state, with God, all things are possible. It's either true or not true. And the reason that I was able to fight so long to see this thing come to pass is because I knew that with God, all things are possible was true because Jesus was the one who said it. And so if you believe that, if you believe the words of the Bible, it's gonna change how you live. We've already got it, right, Andrew? We've already got the things we're begging God for. We just need to step out and take them. We just need to advance the kingdom and and take the land. And that's what I believe the American people are going to do. The remnant, at the minimum, are going to rise up. And we're going to get our elections back. We're going to get our country back. We're going to fight for marriage. And we're going to advance life in the other states that haven't protected it just yet
1: and i suspect that there's an opportunity that people can donate on your website i'm sure that it takes a lot of money to do all the things that you're doing and some people watching this are saying man i'd like to help janet and so i, I assume what's your website again faith to action it's,
3: uh, yeah faith the number two action at the shortcut f2a.org um, and then you can also again go to decertifyfraud.com. I'm punching it hard because I know we only have 39 days before those ballots are destroyed. So that's why I'm, I'm pitching this thing hard because I, I believe that if we rise up like we did with those orange postcards, we're going to see, uh, I believe with, with your viewership, we're going to reach a million of these things so that, so that the message will be sent, America is not willing to let this election go by, it matters uh, because our country matters.
1: got to break in because we're just 45 seconds away from the end of the program. But, man, we love you. Thank you for what you're doing. I want to encourage our viewers to participate. I want to thank you for joining us, remind you that we do this every Monday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. And also, I want to thank CTN who carries this on their network for us just free of charge. I really appreciate that, and I believe that all together we're making a difference. So... Janet, you're a blessing. Man, I just wished I had half the motivation that you've got, (laughs) man. it's awesome. So thank you for being with us. Again, God bless you all, and remember that I believe we are in the third great awakening. There's good things happening, and that's what truth and liberty is all about. God bless you. We'll see you again next Monday night at 6 p.m. God will come through. Miracles are waiting for you, but not if you stay in the boat. It is vital for the church to be the salt of the earth and have the God intended righteous influence on our culture and community.
3: Faith doesn't give you the whole
2: picture. God doesn't tell you every step along the way. He says, trust me. Is the finish line how much stuff you can accumulate before you die and leave it all behind? or is the finish line standing before God? We must rebuild the United States of America, this constitutional republic under God. The time is now, we cannot wait any longer.
0: Join us next time for the Truth and Liberty broadcast. Find tonight's episode and related articles and links at truthandliberty.net. Truth and Liberty is viewer supported. If you'd like to help us continue our live casts, you can make a donation at truthandliberty.net.